0: Welcome to Digging In with Missouri Farm Hero. I'm Janet Atkison, your host this week. And of course, with it being August, well, we are going to dig into the Missouri State Fair. And we are joined by Mark Wolf. He is the State Fair Director. And Mark, first of all, good to see you again. It's been a while. How are you, sir?
1: I'm terrific, Janet. It's good to see you again, too.
0: So you are getting ready in the countdown. Uh, if you pull on the or pull up the website for the Missouri State Fair, the countdown is clicking away. Uh, the days are definitely going by. How are the last preparations leading up to opening day? Uh,
1: you know, everything is moving along. We, uh, uh, weather always seems to like to sneak up and grab us at the fair. So after being bone dry, most of the summer, uh, I think we've had about eight inches of rain this past week uh, so far. So, uh, the ground is a little soggy right at the time. Everybody's moving in with big tractors and campers. And uh, so we're going through that process over the uh, the next couple of days here. But, uh, you know, you're starting to see a lot of tents up, uh, a lot of vendors, uh, concession trailers and things being set around the ground. So it's it's starting to look a little bit like the, the fair is coming to town. And uh, honestly, after this weekend, it'll it'll really be filling up quick.
0: I would say so. We've already got plans, of course, here at the the Missouri Farm Bureau to do our part this week to get everything ready to go for Thursday. And it's funny that you mentioned the the rain. Uh you can't go throughout a Missouri State Fair without at least one good solid rain event to sort of shake things up. And if you haven't been towed at the state fair and pulled out of mud, have you really had a state fair experience?
1: <laughs> yeah, very, very true statement. I you know, I have a lot of uh farming friends up in in saline county that will call uh, in august you know or july and say could you start the fair earlier we need rain so (laughs) um you know i kind of hold that against them sometimes but uh you know what we we are so badly in need of rain that we're just grinning on through it and uh you know we'll deal with that we're kind of used to dealing with adverse weather sometimes so um Mm. you know hopefully we'll get you know get this rain behind us and be set for uh you know opening day next thursday and and, uh, you know, the fair fair go off with a big bang.
0: So tell us, what can we expect for the 2023 fair?
1: Well, you know, you're, you're going to, you should expect uh, to see the best of the best of Missouri agriculture. You know, uh, our state fair is all about agriculture. I'm very proud of the fact that we've stayed true to our roots on that. And, um, you know, we uh, uh you know, our, our, what we do with our exhibitors and, you know, with that emphasis, especially being on our 4-H and FFA youth and what they do each year, um, you know, you, you won't see finer livestock anywhere you go, I don't believe. And, and so, you know, that's that's the main thing. I mean, that's, that's what our fair is about is promoting Missouri agriculture. Um, but it, it isn't just livestock, you know, it's, uh, you know, the best of Missouri grown, the products that are grown around the state of Missouri with a huge emphasis on that. Uh, and you can see all that stuff at our ag building, uh, you know, the Missouri wine and grape program has a big presence here. Um, you know, there's those other parts of the fair, uh, you know, obviously the carnival and the grandstand shows and all the entertainment side. So you can have some fun while you're here, but boy, I, I encourage folks to come out and see, you know, what, what, uh, you know, our fellow Missourians are doing in agriculture and uh, what a, what a great classroom setting, so to speak, you know, for folks to come in and learn about Missouri agriculture. And I just think uh, we're as good as it gets anywhere you go in the nation.
0: Now, Mark, you are getting ready to hang up your hat as the state fair director. Um, I come back to the state and here you are riding off into the sunset, but I'm glad I get to at least cross paths with you before you do. Uh, So you have been, how many years have you been the state fair director now?
1: So this will be my, I believe, 15th fair as the director at 19, I think just 19 years uh, overall here at the State Fair. So I've been here a while. I don't, I think that, that pretty much sets the record up to this point in time for uh, longevity as the State Fair Director of Missouri. But um, you know, the, the next one may come along and be here for 30 years. Heck, That's I don't right.
0: <laughs> well, high five to you for that accomplishment. Uh, what is it throughout the fair each year? Cause I know, I mean, you guys put in a lot of hours leading up to the fair, and that really probably doesn't even pale to the hours that you put in during the fair, and that's only for the 11-day run. What is it that keeps you hanging around or has kept you hanging around all these years?
1: Well, you know, a couple things. Uh, Certainly, I'm I'm a huge fan of the fair and the fair industry overall. Um, You know, I think it's, it's just so important to you know, to our state, what, you know, what our citizens in the state uh, see and believe on a regular basis. I think it's just a really important part of that. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, probably the best parts of this job is meeting people like you and and fairgoers and their families and, uh, you know, just the people involved. Uh, it's a pretty huge family uh, when you think about it and uh, see a lot of these folks only at fair time, but it's kind of like a family reunion each year when everybody comes rolling back into town to, to do this. So, um, you know, I'll miss that part when I'm when I'm gone. But you know, I get to come back and just be a fair goer. I actually, get to go really see the fair. It's it's difficult when you work here to to have time to to go to you know go sit down and watch the steer show or or things like that. It's just very difficult to 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 really be able to do that like I'd like to. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, next year coming back and just being a, a fair goer and enjoying myself.
0: I could certainly understand uh, changing things up a little bit and taking it in as a consumer versus uh, somebody working behind the scenes or in front of the scenes a lot of times in your case as well, too. Uh, Whenever I think about the fair, I haven't been there because I've been working out of state for a decade now. So this is going to be my first time back at the fair. Uh, So I've been trying to think of all the things that I need to hit as I go across the fairgrounds. So one of the things that does come to mind, of course, we've always had the dairy cow. Do we still have the butter cow?
1: We do. We do. And, uh, you know, be a surprise for you when you get to the fair so you can see what that is. You know, I don't want to give that one away. <laughs> just just because it's you, Janet, and you've been gone for 10 years. So, you know, it's time <laughs> for you to get out and see that again.
0: Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you've got to go by the Gherkin Dairy Center and do your part to support the dairy industry and get your ice cream, of course, Uh, support the livestock producers that are showing their exhibits. And of course, it's always fun also to make it over to the other side of the grounds. Uh, I love going through the building where the horticulture products are, where the, the poultry and the rabbit displays, just because those are ones that, you know, if you raise livestock, sometimes you're not around those smaller things and those other different aspects of agriculture
1: yeah you know the smaller breeds of animals sometimes kind of look appear to be secondary to some of the larger breeds of animals that that are shown out here but you know their numbers are huge Uh, you know i want an example of that not necessarily with rabbits and poultry but uh is goats uh you know our numbers for goat exhibitors uh 10 years ago was almost nothing uh you know it was really really small numbers each year uh now we're looking at uh you know working on funding to build you know a probably a 10 million dollar barn just to put those in that's how big they have how much they have grown um uh, and uh yeah it's uh, become one of the most popular things with the kids to show is goats and and you know understandably it's a certainly a less costly animal less less cost to take care of and things like that uh, yeah, I'm sure that you know our steer folks uh know how, how expensive it can be to do this sometimes but uh, you know i think that's one of the, those things that we've really seen grow in numbers but my goodness you can walk into the, the poultry barn when that's going on uh there's not a spare space anywhere uh, same way with the, with the rabbits and so those smaller breeds like that have outstanding numbers and do do very very well
0: and then what about the grandstand because the grandstand definitely brings in a lot of folks who maybe not uh would be typical fair goers sometimes and so it sort of draws them to the crowd and maybe they check things out they wouldn't usually
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, certainly we have a lot of exhibitors and and farm families here that are part of all the other activities fair that love to go to concerts, too. But I'm sure that we draw people into some of these concerts that uh, may be less knowledgeable, maybe just not involved in in agriculture directly. And uh, so maybe that's a good opportunity for those folks to take a few minutes while they're here and, you know, before the concert and and go check out, you know, some of the barns and see what's going on. And um, because I think it's a it's very it's a very interesting thing to do. Uh, it's I think it's really important for folks outside of the ag community, so to speak, to, to take the opportunity to come into the fairgrounds and, and and educate your little yourself a little bit about, you know, you know, how good a stewards that you know the ag folks are with the land and how we, you know, how humanely we handle animals and the things that we do. And and I, I so I think there's a great opportunity there for folks, no matter what walk of life you come from you know, at the fair and certainly the entertainment is just kind of the added fluff that gives you something fun to go do uh, outside of, you know, working with that livestock all the time.
0: That's right. And of course, we'll see what uh, Mother Nature has in store for us whenever it comes to the weather conditions. Do you have an idea how many exhibitors are maybe registered to participate in the fair this year?
1: You know, I haven't gotten a number probably in the last week or so. Uh, you know, we normally average somewhere, you know, I'm going to say five to six, Six thousand 4-H and FFA kids. Uh-huh. Uh, they'll total about fifteen thousand plus entries overall across the fairgrounds, and our total entries by the time the fair uh, kicks off is, will be somewhere around thirty thousand entries. Uh, that w- that would be livestock. That could be entries in the you know in the floriculture building, and uh, could be entries at the ag building. So it's across the board. But uh, you know that that core that core group of our youth exhibitors is. I think average is somewhere probably around 5 to 5,500 4-H and FFA kids each year. And as I said, they they constitute about 15,000 entries uh, each year at the State Fair.
0: Well, that sounds like a good busy place to be. All kicking off on Thursday. Uh, Also, remember, just a quick reminder for everybody tuning in to go by your local county office and pick up the coupons for the State Fair. And Mark, any last words of advice before the, the gates swing open?
1: Well, you know, I would just encourage folks to to plan your visit. You know, if you're thinking about coming to the fair, if you come all the time, you probably know the routine better. But you know, if you're if you're a first time come, you know, fair goer, uh, gosh, go to our website at moststatefair.com. All that information about uh, where you can purchase tickets in advance to come to the fair, and so you can save a lot of money doing that. Uh, So there's a lot of opportunities right there for information that people could use. But you know, I think if folks will plan their trip out, um, you know, it's a it's a huge facility. Uh, the, core, the core fairgrounds is setting on 396 acres. We just bought 201 more acres out to the west that we're going to be developing over the next, you know, 20 years probably out there. So, uh, you know, over 60, right at 600 acres uh, in this whole facility and probably 100 buildings. So there's a lot to see and, uh, uh, you know, just encourage folks to use that information you can get and it'll make your trip much better.
0: Well, and I will also toss out the suggestion of wear your comfortable shoes because you're going to need them for all whole day activities. And a quick reminder that on the 14th, uh, how exciting is it for your last state fair to also host this Farm Bill listening session that's going to take place right there during the event?
1: Yeah, that that's going to be a lot of fun, I think. I I, I suspect that there'll be a huge crowd uh, at that event. Uh I believe we're doing it up at the new, new core facility up there, which replaced the old director's tent. So you will remember the director's tent, which you know regularly blew down in the storm. It seems like so we have this beautiful facility up there now that's really nice and uh, you know be perfect setting for that. And I, that, I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be very interesting.
0: I have heard that the director's tent went bye-bye and that it's even now a concrete pad. So it's a complete change from what that experience used to be for the ham breakfast.
1: Yeah, I, I can remember a few fairs, Janet, where, you know, we were out there throwing mulch under folks' uh, dress shoes so they could get in in a downpour and water's running through the tent and things like that. So, uh, you know, improvement as we as it should be, but uh, certainly a, a much nicer facility up there now.
0: Takes place over time. Well, thank you very much, Mark, for taking the time to chat with us. We appreciate it. I know you've got a busy schedule here leading up and during the fair, but we look forward to crossing paths with you there on the grounds in Sedalia.
1: Looking forward to it, Janet.
0: Well, again, we've been talking with State Fair Director Mark Wolf, joining us for this week's podcast Digging In with Missouri Farm Bureau.